0: oftentimes we spend so much time overcomplicating things that we wind up never taking steps towards accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish some people call this paralysis by analysis allowing the complexity of a situation to overwhelm us can stop us in our tracks when we're trying to set goals and take steps to achieve them in today's episode i'll talk about how complexity is the enemy of execution And I'll share some strategies that we can do to remove complexity so we can move forward and crush it in life. You might have a friend who overthinks almost every aspect of their life, or maybe this person is you. Maybe you are that friend. Are you curious as to why they or you do it? Maybe you're constantly thinking about the future and what your successes and failures might mean. If you weren't thinking about it before, you might be thinking about it now. (laughs) All of the implications that come along with overthinking, they can have you at a standstill. I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins, and while I was at one of his live events, he said something that has set the tone for how I approach the problems in my life. He said, complexity is the enemy of execution. There are more times than I'd like to admit where I'd set goals that I wanted to accomplish, and things ultimately stagnated. Looking back, knowing what I know now, It's all because I made things too complex to the point where I felt overwhelmed and either didn't know how to take a step forward or am stopped in my tracks due to the enormity of it all. You may have heard the saying that asks the question, how do you eat an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. When you have a larger than life task in front of you, it's the small consistent steps over time that have the biggest impact impact. As a health and wellness coach, I've seen the effect that overwhelm can have on clients who've had trouble taking steps because of the shift that a new lifestyle can bring. It can feel way too big to accomplish. Super overwhelming. I get it. I've been there. And it's okay to admit that. Acknowledging your feeling of the enormity of your goal isn't a bad thing. In fact, I would suggest that maybe you revel in the idea that you have an enormous goal. That puts you in the minority. The bad thing is giving up because you don't have a strategy in place to tackle it. Some of the ways uh, overthinking has presented itself, uh, to me, some of the things that I've seen and I've witnessed in my, in my health and wellness coaching career are, are things like, uh, could I eat fruit at night or should I eat it in the morning? Or if I miss a day of training, will it ruin all my progress? And I know I'm just focusing on the health and wellness stuff right now, but it could be related to anything. Um, another another example is, uh, aren't carbs bad? Should I be eating them at night or after a workout? Which is a better source of protein? Eggs or fish? Well, what about chicken or protein powder? See, it's like all of this or... It's either this or that. And to me, that introduces complexity. In those instances, I would just ask, well, which one of those protein sources, eggs, fish, chicken, or protein powder, are the easiest for you to consume? Like why not focus on that, right? That is simplifying it. That is removing that complexity. And I'll dive into the I'll dive into that a little bit more in just a second. But I'm not saying that these kind of questions are aren't rational, relevant, or even warranted. Like all of those are logical things to ask. What I am saying is that when you take questions like these and overanalyze them, that's when things start getting mucky. That's when overwhelm sets in and causes us to freeze up or just give up altogether. So like the protein thing, right? Which, which is a better source of protein, eggs or fish? Or what about chicken? What about protein powder? See, all, all of those elements you've just introduced add complexity. Why not just focus on one of those things? Why not just focus on, you know what, I'm going to increase my protein powder. I'm going to increase my uh, protein intake via powder and shakes this week. Make it simple. Take that big thing and make it small. Make it doable. When we overthink things, we make them much more complicated than they have to be. That's literally the definition of overthink, right? Think of the questions that I just gave examples for, like, uh, again, could I eat fruit at night or should I eat it in the morning? The real question that needs to be asked is, how much fruit can I eat and still be within my metrics for my goals? Ultimately, you need to look at the big picture. Rather than focus on the minutiae of what time you should eat fruit, instead, reframe your thinking to focus on staying on track with your ultimate goal. And... In the, in the long run, it ultimately doesn't matter when you eat it. What ultimately matters is how much of it you eat, right? By reframing the way you're looking at the problem, you can remain focused on what truly matters. By doing this, you can take those consistent bites out of your, quote, elephant, whatever form it takes. The best way that I've learned to keep balance in the areas of my life that matter is with the FIRE framework that I've constructed and refined over the last few years. It's a great tool to establish a system to achieve your goals, but not only that, it's a way you can implement resiliency strategies to help you focus on what really matters. Even if you aren't trying to achieve some great feat, like losing 40 pounds or writing the next great American novel, you can still use the FIRE framework to help keep your mind focused on important Nurturing elements that will help support your mental health. Your fitness, your intellect, the relationships you have, and the energy source that lights you on fire are all things that will help you build resiliency to fight against the trauma that you endure. This trauma isn't isolated to those of us in the fire service or even public safety. We all have experienced trauma in one way or another. Whether or not we've effectively mitigated it is another story. The good news is the answer lies with you. Your level of resiliency is in direct relation to your willingness to look at the trauma you're holding on to and properly mitigating it. Now that I've given a bit of a preamble to complexity being the enemy of execution, let's talk about how we can recognize needless complexity and what we can do to boot it to the curb. And when I say complexity is the enemy of execution, I'm talking like, think of a think of a giant puzzle, right? We enjoy puzzles because they're complex. They challenge our mind. Um, how often do you have a puzzle sitting on your table for months? not because it just you don't have the time to complete it, but you've lost interest because it seems like it's overwhelming, right? that's a perfect example of complexity being the enemy of execution. So when the process of completing the task takes more energy than the completion of that task will produce, we lose interest. We don't want to execute anymore on that thing. We lose interest. We become bored with it or we become overwhelmed with it. And our mind doesn't want to focus on it. It doesn't want to think about it. It just puts it out of our mind. And maybe that puzzle sits on our table and just collects dust or whatever. But we need to recognize this complexity and do what we can do to simplify it. So for example, I'll use the puzzle uh, analogy. You know, if we have this puzzle that we want to finish, maybe it's a puzzle that is a picture that really is significant to us. Maybe we want to frame it and hang it in our home. I don't know. Maybe it's a picture of your wife or your kids and It's a really cool way for you to spend time together working on this thing, completing this task and sharing in that complexity, making the load lighter so you can complete it and ultimately have this beautiful photo where you can look at and remember the time that you spent putting it together. The complexity of it is simplified by having more people work on it. The complexity is simplified or at the the complexity and the weight of it actually decreases the more you focus on the desired outcome. How much does that outcome mean to you? Well, if it doesn't mean a whole lot, then you're going to allow that complexity to stifle you, to stagnate you, and to ultimately make you forget what it is you're even doing. So it's important to recognize the complexity, do what you can to mitigate it, and ultimately achieve the goal that you're looking to achieve. So recognizing complexity. Ultimately, it's bureaucracy that introduces needless complexity. Netflix was the first to recognize this. And I mean, recently, it's one of the biggest things everybody knows what Netflix is, right? I mean, I'm not speaking to you guys out there who have no idea what I'm talking about. So that's why I chose Netflix. They were one of the first to recognize this and make active efforts to remove barriers between their customer and their product. So think about the early days of Netflix, right? You'd pay a subscription fee, You'd go online, choose what movies to put in your queue, and to have those uh, DVDs or Blu-rays mailed to you within one or two days. They removed the need. They were, they were the direct competitor for Blockbuster, right? Blockbuster was the brick-and-mortar store where you would go and you would uh, pick out a movie, rent it, and then drive home and watch it. And then you'd have to drive back, return it. Pick a different movie, hopefully one that's there and available, and then drive back home and watch it. So Netflix removed the need for you to take significant amount of time out of your day to drive, spending your time and money, to hopefully get to a blockbuster before other people did so you could get the latest DVD or Blu-ray that you wanted to watch. And if you didn't get there fast enough or if they were all out or whatever, you were out of luck. Like, that was it over. Like, you had to settle for, like, Ernest goes to jail or whatever. I'm not dogging on Ernest, but you know what I mean. Like you'd have to settle for something old, out of date, something you didn't you weren't interested in. You would settle. And that's what I'm trying to get at here. Like you don't have to settle. But just in that sentence, I'm sure you can identify even more ways that Netflix has removed barriers between their customers and their product to the point that Blockbuster doesn't even exist anymore. They literally, ne- <laughs> how's this for you? Like Netflix actually has a show titled The Last Blockbuster. Like what a kick to the nuts that is, right? Like not only did we put you out of business, like the owner or the, the creator of Netflix went to Blockbuster, if not worked at Blockbuster and, and um, suggested this business model and they laughed him out of the boardroom. And it's like, who's laughing now? Mother effers? Like Really? What a great comeback story. But anyway, uh, ultimately the people want to watch movies and Netflix has made a revolutionary change to the business model to make that happen. We're to the point where Netflix has their own movie studio and production company. They have removed needless complexity in order to provide their customers with what they want while scaling to one of the fastest growing companies of all time. And they did it. By recognizing complexity that existed and doing away with it. So mitigating that complexity, right? They, they did a wonderful job of executing and mitigating that complexity. So that begs the question, how do we mitigate the complexity that we find that that exists within our lives? Well, when you look at your current situation and then think about your ultimate objective, everything between those two markers are complexities that can be mitigated. This ideal can be applied to basically any area of your life. This is what makes my FIRE framework such a great tool. So let me walk you through how I approach my own goals. And I'll I'll kind of use this framework as I go. I, I brainstorm goals that I'd like to achieve for each FIRE category. So that's fitness, intellect, relationships, and energy. Then I focus on one specific goal for each of those categories. After I've brainstormed or written down a bunch of different ideas, I pick one. So let's use the fitness category as an example here. I'll walk you through that. So my quarterly goal is that I'd like to strengthen my core. That's my quarterly objective. Now, how I execute steps toward making that happen on a daily basis means that I will do a one-minute plank every day. By the end of the quarter, the goal is to hold a four-minute plank without a problem. I have a system in place to have a 30-day checkpoint, a 60-day checkpoint, and a 90-day checkpoint to make sure that I'm making improvements as well as tracking my daily habits so that I can see how I'm performing metrically. What gets measured gets improved. You've heard me say it time and time again. You will continue to hear me say it as long as you listen to this podcast because it is a fact. What gets measured gets improved. So it's crucial to implement practical systems that will close the integrity gap between where you are and where you want to be. The beauty of this system is that if doing a four-minute plank sounds daunting to you personally, you can take a small step back and just say that you'd like to perform a plank for one minute without a problem. Progress is progress, regardless of how small of steps you are taking. If you're looking to connect with people who are actively seeking to mitigate complexity so they can execute on the things that drive them, then I highly encourage you to join The Forge. I started The Forge because I've been on a quest to become the best version of myself that I can be. And I constructed a community and organized a community that will open you up to doing the same. So inside The Forge, we work on a quarterly basis. Right now we're in the start of quarter three. When quarter four comes around, guess what? New quarter, new goals. So if maybe you're not ready to dive in right now, just understand that quarter four is coming. Do not wait to join the forge to start in the new year, right? That's what everybody does. Start as soon as you can. Start now. Inside the forge, we work on refining ourselves by igniting our fire, by focusing on four individual flames that I just mentioned, fitness. Intellect, relationships, and energy. And through this framework, we will set goals and complete primary daily tactics that will help us reach our quarterly objectives. We, I help you establish and identify a goal for each one of those categories. Then I work with you to establish a primary daily tactic that you can take so that you are taking a small or a medium-sized or even a large step forward. Whatever you're comfortable with, I will work with you to make that a reality. Once inside the Forge, you'll get access to a quarterly goal planning template that I've created based specifically on the Fire framework that I just talked about. You'll get access to the private Facebook group and all the events and resources within. You'll get a hard copy of the book selection for study and discussion, as well as a companion 50-page workbook that I personally created based on that reading selection. And you'll get weekly accountability meetings with me and other Forge members to share our experiences and help support each other through these challenges. So join the ranks of others who are looking to feed their fire and become stronger and more effective for it. Click the link in the show notes or in my bio, fill out an application. Once I receive it, I'll contact you and personally get you all set up. Also, I'd like to ask you guys a big favor. It would mean so much to me if you could rate and review the show, share the show. If you liked what you heard today, share it with someone who you think needs to hear it or use it as a talking point for a discussion. Like put a challenge out, have someone listen to it. It's not that long. Have someone listen to it and then start a conversation based on that thing. You'd be amazed at the things you would learn of the people that you think you know, but you actually don't in in a lot of intimate ways. So use this as a tool. I do this for free. I'm putting this out into the world. I would appreciate rating, review, sharing, all of that stuff uh, on the iTunes or the Apple Podcast forum. Uh, when you rate and review the show, it helps put more, to, more eyes on it. So anything you can do to help me spread the fire, I would be so appreciative. So thanks again. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Feed your fire and be the person you would want on your team. Be ignited.